Okay, welcome to the Tales of Africa studio with your host, Richmond Sechana. Today, I have a wonderful guest in my studio by the name of Steven Kwejo Chayfrenpong Ogusu Jakari. And he's the 22-year-old Ghanaian architect who has designed the railway station for Accra. That's really interesting to know. So, Steven, you're welcome to the Tales of Africa studio. It's an honor to have you. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. It's an honor to also be up on this platform. Okay, that's great to hear. So, Steven, can you tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm sure our listeners will want to know a little bit about you, who you are and what your background is. Oh, so I am a 22-year-old Ghanaian architect who was born in, in born in Ghana. Uh, I lived in Ghana for about uh, 10 years before moving to Qatar with my parents. And I went to high school in Qatar. I was raised in Qatar. And I then moved to Poland to study architecture in I mean, here, here in Poland, and that is where I am currently right now. Okay, so what what year are you in again? Currently, I've actually graduated from university. That, that is where I think it is. Okay, sure. So I think I'll come back to that later on in the story. So you recently went viral on social media, or I think probably a year now, you went viral for designing a railway station for Accra. If I remember correctly, I think Kali J shared your story on Twitter and you've gone viral since then. So I want to know, you're an architect, right? So it's not out of place for you to, you know, design things that architects design, but why a railway station and why Accra? Well, during my uh, research, during my research and, you know, I wanted to design, uh, first of all, I wanted to design something that Will solve a problem you know to find a solution that will solve a problem and first of all i had many like many ideas i had an idea of an you know urban design i had an idea of um ma- many many forms of ideas like uh, one of them were hope for the homeless which was using sustainable materials to design uh, buildings for the homeless i also had ideas like uh, real estate which was based in poland but i didn't really like the idea of poland because everybody in my class basically was doing uh, something in poland and i was like no why not go to ghana and you know why not uh, view the problems in ghana and try to make something that will help the people as well so then i started thinking of ideas in ghana the first one was a skyline but but when I saw the buildings in Accra. Uh, I realized that most of the buildings weren't above uh, 20 level or even 30 level. So it would be weird when I design a skyline that will uh, only be standing there and only be the tallest building there. So I decided not to do a skyline. Also, it was too big for a diploma project. And then I started thinking about what kind of problems. And I realized that we have a communication problem. So that is when a railway station came in mind. And I decided to choose the railway station, especially in Accra. I saw Kumasi's own, but I decided to choose Accra because I realized Accra's own had a stop function a bit. And that's how I came to this conclusion of designing a railway station for Ghana. And I think in most developed countries, they have effective railway systems, right? Yes, yes. For example, here in Poland, there is a metro station that, I mean, roams about in within the city, as well as there is also an intercity railway station that move from cities to cities. 
All right. That's really good to know. So what do you want to achieve with this railway design? Is it like a school project? Does it end there? What really is the end game of designing a railway station? Well, this was my final year diploma. And, you know, the plans were very, very well made. Very, very well made. It took like six months to actually come up and make these plans and, you know, have it checked. Everything was intact. And where will this go? I would be happy to see, you know, Ghana actually grab this idea and, you know, at least have some light in it and develop the, this design somehow. It would be good also because I also saw one of my uh, the people I know who also are in Ghana who designed this airport uh, concept. I think it was, um, uh, I forgot his name, but yeah, he designed the airport, the beautiful airport in Ghana that went viral. You know, there are many talents that are in Ghana, and I believe that we need to really uh, look into their works and try to implement them in this design. So it's not really going to end here, but there's more designs that are going to come for the nation, and there are more works to be done for the nation. Wow. So I think my next question was going to bother on other designs. Do you also plan on coming up with other concepts other than a railway system? Yes, you know, I, I, have a, I have an idea of designing a national museum for Ghana. Uh, recently, you know, I saw some designs of, for example, the National Cathedral. And, you know, there are many things that have been said about the National Cathedral and stuff. But um, I only look at the architect's side because what the architect did was very, very good. He used uh, our natural resources like the timber, the woods and stuff to design the National Cathedral. So I wouldn't probably blame the architect, but there could be a loophole with the the the, the government's you know the government's um, the government's money that they are they are issuing to build this cathedral. But the architect's side, the concept is very very good, and with that, I'm trying to you know implement such such materials and you know style into my project for the National Museum of Ghana. That's wonderful. I think recently. Um, the president has kind of refurbished the old museum that we had and then he's giving oh. them more resources to kind of pimp up the museum. That's nice. That's really, really nice. Yes. Okay. So if the government were to reach out to you for the, the railway station, okay, they say, okay, let's do this. Do you have any figure in mind, any budget for this railway station that you designed? Uh, with the budgets, I believe we will need, uh, I will have to really connect with uh let's say i would have to really connect with a civil engineer because architects when we design we need civil engineers and we need a team to you know do all these budgetings and stuff for this railway station so for that one i can't really give a straight budget but we will need civil engineers we will need uh surveyors we will need many many people as a team before we start building this railway station Okay, sure. So, can you give us some little features about the railway station? Oh, yes. Um, the railway station consists of uh, two floors. The first floor consists of uh, passenger services. It also consists of, uh, you know, areas that that will help also the disabled. So, we don't only think about people, you know, the, like normal passengers, but we also think about the disabled people because uh, there is a pathway that can help also help people who are blind. Uh, that will help them know where they're going 
as well as there can be some you know customer service for such uh, disabled people as well there are washrooms uh, male female and also disabled there is a counter exchange which is directly along the line of platform there is luggage areas as well for people and there is um there is waiting areas also along the line the platforms and as well as um, the the passenger side areas and in my design you'll find out that there are two spaces the platform area and the passenger area the the passenger area uh, consists the passenger area is made up of uh, many services and it separates itself from the from the platform and there are many solutions to this project that I, I also somehow implemented in this project, which was uh, we had a drainage area, uh, a drainage and a ground drainage area, which will be a long line around the railway station because in Ghana, there's a lot of heavy rainfall. And, you know, we have to make sure that these waters will not uh, try and flood the place. We also made sure to make a lot of, la I mean, a lot of green areas that will also infiltrate some water around the environment and uh, there are many many uh, many solutions that i can say i made sure that i chose Accra because it connects next to the market you know i watched some video on youtube about um people i mean uh, people uh, doing a vlog at the railway station and i saw that it was next to a market so i believe that that was a very very good location for a railway station and that is why I somehow chose this project. Okay, wow. Thank you so much, Steven. So I can see your head is really in the right place. So what? let me come back to your education aspect. So rather than a graduate, what are your plans? Do you plan on coming to Ghana? What do you want to do probably in the foreseeable future? I have, I have a vision, a huge vision for Ghana, honestly. Okay. I have a vision for Ghana because... When I was a child, my father, August Nosujakari, was you know was into uh, concrete, uh, concrete uh, making for buildings, and back then you should know you know that those things were very very expensive, and uh, it made a lot of money somehow. So he had a concrete block factory, and growing up as a child, I I had a similar vision also, which mine is a new technology, a, a big a bigger technology. This, this builds buildings very, very fast within one, two months. And this can help uh, Ghana really much in, in terms of designing houses, but not just houses, but also fences. And also it can help with communication as well. Why? Because in Ghana, we, we, we have to really uh, divide our roads into two because uh, to prevent overtaking, number one, to prevent uh, other unlawful acts on the road. And using this material, we can also make a shape that will divide the road into two so that people coming will come and people going will go in different areas. And that is one of my visions for the nation. And I have many, many other visions linked to it as well. For now, what am I doing? What I'm doing is that I am doing some, you know, some online works for people. I do online uh, works for students and also I charge them. I also find accommodation for people and I also charge them as part of the hustle. And I'm currently also searching for a job here. But overall, I have a, I have a plan that I will base in Ghana because I believe my future is in Ghana. Well, nice, nice, nice. I think you have great ideas for a 22-year-old. There are a lot of 
22 year olds who are who are not thinking about some of these things that you are thinking about so i think you are in a very good place to kind of advise some of our listeners who may be inspired by your story so do you have any words for such people um personally to me i would i would tell people that uh you know they should start looking at the problems that are around you know i i i am aware that ghana is not easy and you know it's not greener on the side uh, as many people are always saying but you know we we can't water it somehow slowly you know there's a problem the problem is that when when the water is not there that is when the problem is and we should start looking at the problems around us and try and build, find a team to find solutions to the problem. I've seen many people turn char—I mean, turn um, coconut as uh, the coconut kube, coconut uh, skin to charcoal. This is one of the greatest, you know, uh, things I've seen happen in Ghana. I've seen them using coconut stuffs to make shampoo bottles and stuff. You know, so. I've also seen uh, people using plastics. They can even use plastics to make uh, cloth, T-shirts. These are uh, things that are good for a good solution for also the, for the environment. Because many rich people, what they have in common is that they find problems. And Ghana, there's a lot of problems. So we have to start looking at the problems around us, you know, and try and find a good team to uh, bring a good solution to the country. That's what I'm saying. Those are some really inspiring words. Thank you so much, Stephen. So you said you do works for people, right? Do you have like an online portfolio people can visit to see some of the things you've done? Yes, I do have some online portfolios. Uh, I think it is on Wix. It's not really outside like that, but it's on Wix. I just want to keep my portfolio to send other kind of companies somehow. Okay, maybe you can share it with me and we'll put it in the description to the podcast so that people can check it out. I will, I will do that. Or, Thank you or do you also want to maybe leave some social media handles that people can visit if they want to reach out to you, get in touch? Maybe some governments may want to get in touch and see how best you can help them. Oh, my my email is stephenjakari at gmail.com. My Instagram is j underscore frimp. And my Twitter is also the same thing, frimp chain. So, Yes. All right, Stephen, thank you so much. It's been an honor having you on the Tales of Africa podcast. And to our listeners, I'm sure you've learned so much and you've really been inspired by Stephen's story. So we'll catch you another time. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.